Do you dream about your next trip? You're in the right place. On the Time to Talk Travel podcast, we come to you weekly to share places to go and what to do when you get there. Let's dive into this week's adventure. Hi, we're here and back with another episode. And today we are going to be talking about holiday travel as we know it is impending. And to be realistic, not everyone knows what to expect. So we are going to cover the challenges of holiday travel, things you need to know, and things you can do to be a better human when you are traveling during the holidays. As you have some strong feelings on this, why don't you jump right in and start us off? Again, because we travel often, we expect certain things. So I'm not as patient as I probably should be, but it's my anxiety. It's not my personality. It's things like knowing what you can take through security. I've been traveling nonstop for the last two months. I've never seen uh, traffic like I have in an airport and the numbers are through the roof and everything I'm reading and seeing is that it's going to continue through the holidays. Thanksgiving is going to have more travel than it has since pre-pandemic. Christmas as well. The entire holiday season is, is going to be through the roof. So different airports have different expectations as far as the security line and getting through security line. So living in Atlanta with that as my home airport, if you don't give yourself two hours, you'll miss a flight most of the time. And that's even with TSA PreCheck because so many people now have TSA PreCheck. But at any rate, just those expectations. One knows at this point, there are big signs that say yep. you can't bring a bottle of shampoo. You just can't. That stuff gets checked. Just do your research is all I'm asking. My now 19-year-old tapped a man on the back when we were in a security line in San Antonio. He was probably six or seven at the time. The guy had a beer in his back pocket, like a can of beer. And he was like, you can't take that through. I very vividly remember that. People don't know what they don't know always. Sharon, sometimes it's hard because your... each airport sometimes yeah. makes it a little bit more complicated. I've been yelled at for taking out my laptop. I've been yelled at for not taking out my mm -hmm. laptop. But you have usually quite a bit of time in that line to figure it out. Please try to figure it out before you are standing in front of the security machine. The poor TSA people are continually saying the same thing over and over for a reason. There's usually signs. There's lots of ways to educate yourself before you're standing there and holding up everyone else. Maybe I'll make a TSA music dance video because I know when I go through, I'm all like, <laughs> right? Like, like, <laughs> a dance video. But Sharon, I know you fly LAX a decent amount. Oh, the nightmare every single time i will actually fly out of ontario which is a little further away mm -hmm. because i can park and i can get it so much faster that it's worth just going a little farther but i was gonna say my husband's gonna kill me for this episode knowing is not always enough every time we fly i'm like okay what is he gonna get busted on this time because even though he knows he forgets what's in his bag you actually have to look inside your travel bag and remind yourself it's whether it's a full-size tube or toothpaste this last time he flew he had a multi-tool in his carry-on bag that we had just used to help my son assemble his furniture at college. It was a really expensive multi-tool. What were you thinking? How do you know that anything over six inches? It's an out of sight, out of mind thing, right? Because my son, last time we flew, he flew from Boston to New York City with me to spend an overnight there. And then he went on to another trip. 
kid brought his PlayStation or Xbox, I don't remember which one, and packed it in his carry-on. He told me he was doing this. I didn't think about it. He didn't take it out at the checkpoint. They had to open it up and they're like, this is an electronic and has to come out. And he's like, oh, I didn't think of that. We had that happen with the kids' Nintendo Switches too. Like the, just don't think. You think laptops. I have to think of all of it and I'm really type A. So I tend to containerize and package everything. I do already have all my liquids in their little containers and their little baggie. I make sure it's in an outer pocket, fully accessible that I can pull out quickly. But even things like what pair of shoes are you going to wear to the airport? Think about this when you're not when you're way out. And I know we all want to wear like our big chunky lace up cool boots that don't fit in the suitcase but if you're gonna have to take those off when you're online maybe not or socks because you go barefoot through those are gross too Uh, i have a funny story i mean you have to go through the machines i was wearing i'm trying to decide how to describe this a bra that has like a metallic thread in it and i let up that thing like a christmas tree (laughs) and you can't exactly take that off and put it through the machine i suppose i could have but between the TSA agents and myself laughing that I have this like glowing bra on the machine. And he's like, what are you wearing? So I'm like having to show them that it's this pink foil of metallic thread in the bra. You know, maybe think about what underclothes you're wearing too, if you don't want to be the Christmas tree in the security line. Thinking through this and I'm like, oh man, we need like a security drama show all by itself because I had blood work done. And it was hard stick. I had to get a whole bunch taken and they used both arms. And I go to fly two days later, not thinking about it whatsoever. And they asked me to take my blazer off and put it through the machine. And the next thing I know, they're looking at me with wide eyes and they're like, we need you to come into this room. Bruises all up and down my arms. I looked like I had something hidden in a balloon in my butthole because <laughs> I am, I'm looking like I've been doing a ton of stuff. It was blood work. It was really bad blood work. And I didn't even think about it. You're trying to but, show them my, my chart. Here's my oh results. My On the end of things that isn't something that people always think about that I definitely want to bring up for holiday travel is airport parking fills up quickly and you can run into some massive issues if you do not reserve ahead because you will either end up with the most expensive version or you will not be able to park at the airport so if you are planning to fly out for thanksgiving or christmas or any time in that general vicinity book your parking in advance i no joke one time got overwhelmed i was flying for the first time with my kids after covid At the end of 2021, we were going to fly out of Austin. There were these news stories about how full the airport was. I'm checking. There's no parking. I didn't book parking. We ended up driving. I was like, I cannot do this. It's too people-y. I was able to get a full (laughs) refund on the tickets because they were offering them. We literally canceled our airline tickets and I drove my minivan to New Hampshire from Texas. It ended up being cheaper in the long run. And then I didn't have to rent a car when I got up there that fit us all. It was the right decision. I stand by it, but (laughs) definitely kicked off by the fact that I had not even thought about parking. Parking is a big one. In Atlanta, it's not reserved at the lots. You don't reserve that in advance, but you can check it. There's an, there's, and you can Google any airport website to see if parking is full. I know 
my daughter is has to fly out of Orlando next. So I was looking last night and you could see these three lots are consistently full. She's going to be going at 5 a.m. I'm putting her in a hotel the night before and the hotel offers a park and fly option for 10 bucks a day. There are options out there. So look into those. In Atlanta, there are plenty of park and ride places. Mm-hmm. I personally hate that because when I've come back from a trip, I want to get in my car and go home. I've got an hour drive typically without a lot of Atlanta traffic. So I don't want to take an hour shuttle to some lot and wait a half an hour for them to get my key. No, I'll pay the $4 more a day to be at the actual airport. The hotel the night before idea is is a really good one. So if you have that early morning flight, just stress of missing your alarm. I did that for the first time in my 46 years. I slept through my entire flight. Supposed to be a 5.30 a.m. flight. I woke up at 5.45. Woke up, not was at the airport and missed my flight. So there's a first time for everything. I set my alarm for p.m. instead of a.m. So those sorts of things like they're at the airport so that you're not trying to deal with all of that and you're there with plenty of time makes a huge difference. Yeah. 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 And paying extra. I know Sharon has said this a lot before about paying a little bit extra to go to a smaller airport, paying a little bit extra to upgrade and things like that. Because if it includes priority baggage check and you know you're going to be checking a bunch of bags or a better security line, this is the time to pay the extra and do it. And I'm going to let Sharon keep going on that. Uh, So we always do the park and fly all the accident. Parking is a nightmare. It's terrible. And the last time we went there, my car got $1,000 in damage from being parked half an hour by someone hitting it. I will not park in the lots at LAX ever again. I was just going to say the upgrades great because of the peace of mind. And if ever you need peace of mind, it's when you're traveling to be with your family for the holidays. Anything you can do to minimize stress and make the journey a little calmer and easier. If that means going through a less crowded airport, if it means, you know, springing and treating yourself to a lounge pass. A lounge pass is a big You're likely going to be delayed. When you use a lounge pass and you are able to feed yourself there and you have a place to stay and it's clean and you're not spending money on all kinds of crazy things to be comfortable in a crowd. You, you end up saving the insanity. And I'll drop my, my big product that I love here because I've used it. So there's a, a service called Hello Vacay and you can buy for $29 a lounge pass picks in if your flight is delayed for more than an hour and they have a lifetime for $99 extra or something like that. And basically what it does is you register your flights that you're going on for them. It doesn't cover every airport, but if they have a lounge partner or a restaurant partner, they'll send you a pass. So the very first time I used it, we got delayed by more than an hour and it gave us a pass to this like virtual reality gaming room that we could go in. And sometimes it's like a $26 restaurant credit and they just added beta hotel stuff. And I saved a hundred dollars off the rack rate of a hotel that I saw on their site last night booking. Love it. It works. I luckily didn't have to use it last time. I was a little bummed. There were some nice lounges. I have priority pass through a credit card, actually two of them. And I am so angry with myself that I didn't discover lounge passes a decade ago. But just this week, I flew to Venice and we were in the Venice airport early. And I believe I had five Proseccos waiting for my flight. I will say that's not the smart thing to do. Holidays are stressful and having someone drunk on a plane, not ideal. I wasn't. 
five, five and three hours. I was good. But the point is get the lounge pass if you can. You can buy into priority pass. There's lots of options. And really just like one of those other things is we're talking about what's worth spending money on a direct flight. Yeah. Amen. You can avoid connections over holidays. At the time you're like, oh, it's an extra hundred bucks. I'm fine. I can spend two hours in an airport. No, spend no. it if you can go straight to wherever your destination is. It seems like there are just magically you know, problems that happen now that are of no recourse to a lot of airlines. They'll blame it on weather because um, they don't have to reimburse you as much, but just avoid it. Go on a direct flight if you can. And we say the situation in airports in America right now is dire. It is bad. I thought it was all over the world until I got to Europe and we went through, like I said, nine other airports, no delays, no issues, got right on. Boarding was like 10 minutes where in America takes an hour. And my guy flew back then through Boston yesterday. Oh gosh, Barcelona to Lisbon, just fine. Lisbon to Boston, fine. Boston to Atlanta, delays, issues. It's just bad right now in the US. They're not staffed properly across the board. Expect delays. That's the norm now. And again, if you can avoid a connection, will save your sanity this Christmas. People may just avoid and do what Naz did and drive. Make sure you've tuned up your car. Make sure you have the proper tires. Make sure that you have your roadside assistance number. We learned that towing our boat was not covered when the trailer for the boat got a flat tire. And that was from driving from Texas to Miami. Uh, we learned that at 11 o'clock at night on the side of the road with four kids and two dogs and a boat in Baton Rouge. Be prepared no matter what. If you're taking a ferry, those are going to book up over the holiday. Every mode, trains, planes, automobiles, like everything is going to be busy. People want to see their families. You know, think of everything that could possibly go wrong and be prepared. I was going to say, if you can't name every form of transportation you're going to take, if you can't lay out, I'm getting here to here, you don't know what it is. You haven't looked at how it books. You have not properly planned for your holiday thing. I remembered the tires when I drove my car a different time. Do you know what you don't remember? Windshield wiper fluid in yes, the Northeast it it's freeze. designed not to freeze, but they don't sell that kind in Texas for five days a year that you need it. No, right. I'm just going to say on the spend money for sanity part, holidays are stressful. Staying with family, not even during the holidays can be stressful. Splurge on the hotel, urge on the hotel so that it feels like vacation. Hey, didn't do this for decades with my family in Florida. I don't need to pay for a hotel. Oh, I pay for a hotel now. And I love my family, but I just know we are all happier when I'm at the hotel on the beach and they can all come to me. Not to make it about them, just say we want to have, we want to play yeah. like tourists this time. We want to have a little, we want to make it a little vacay slash family trip. It's better if you don't say I can't stand Aunt Sharon. You save yourself a lot of grief in having gifts sent to wherever you're going rather than taking them all with you. Yeah. If you're taking gifts on a plane, um, <laughs> I learned again, wow, I've had a lot of fun in the last few trips, haven't I? That taking wrapped gifts, especially internationally, is probably not the best idea. Things that you don't think of. Did you know that mixes could show up as powder? in the uh, machine. So I had a lovely wrapped gift for my parents and for my sister going back to Canada a month ago. TSA had to open it up, unwrap it all, take out the soup mix, run it through the machine. And the girl was lovely. She actually had the TSA tape and cut it really nicely and taped it back up for me so that it, it looked cute and fun. Um, but it holds up your whole trips. <laughs> yeah, another smart thing these days, if you are checking bags, 
splurge on a $28 AirTag, throw it in there. You don't know where your bag is going to end up anymore. And it is nice to be able to just say, yes, this is where it is. You know, it might be in the same airport and I'll just wait here an hour until you locate it. On the security angle, they don't wrap your gifts. You can wrap them when you get there. But also when you come home, a lot of people love to bring back Uncle Joe's great gravy. Gravy, it's a liquid. You can't get it through security. Unless you buy a couple shampoo bottles that you can pour <laughs> a little serving size of gravy. PSA always posts this stuff. So just look it up so that you don't have to throw it. California, you can't bring any produce whatsoever. Even if you had an apple on the plane, you cannot bring that into California. Um, regulations for produce in California, because it's such a, a farm and agricultural center, are super strict. So you may think of food that you got even at the airport after you went through security. Oh, I got this great fruit basket at the airport. You can't bring that into California. So know what you can and can't bring. The U.S. in general from coming from outside. If you're not sure, declare it. Just declare, be truthful. There's a line in there that basically says, do you have food? If you're on any trusted traveler program, if you have global entry or Nexus or anything like that, you need to make sure that you follow those rules. You can lose that um, very easily. We had a friend lose it because he said he didn't have any food. He had almonds in his bag. He forgot about the almonds. Check off that you have food. Ask you, what food do you have? You're like, well, I've got some snacks. I've got a granola bar or whatever. And they'll be like, oh, okay. If you say I have a bag of oranges, they will take that from you and send you to secondary. <laughs> Sharon's right. Don't be messing with bringing food into the country at all. And I think we touched on this at the beginning for holiday travel in general about allowing a lot of extra time. If you're a business traveler like me and you travel all the time and you're figuring out exactly how much time you can be there without, you know, missing your food. Yeah. Not the time to do it at all. Allowing a ton of extra time, especially if you have a rental car somewhere, the rental car lines, they make the news for returns. A lot of times, Austin, bigger airports, it's wrapping around and they have things saying, hey, people are abandoning their rental cars. So there's two ways to avoid that. One is to get there super early. The other one is if you're somewhere where you can take a shuttle outside of the airport, a train and pick up a rental car somewhere else, do that. Don't do it from the airport. You'll also avoid a ton of the extra surcharges that way. Bing. Timing is everything. Another on that is join the loyalty program because picking up the rental car, the line can be through the airport from picking up a rental car. I've done Thrifty and I've done Apes. Being part of their loyalty plan, they have a whole separate line for you, just like TSA security. You even have your car ready and you just go straight to yes. your car keys in it if you're part yeah. of the premium ones. Also yeah. give yourselves a couple of days to travel. Don't travel the day you need to be there for dinner because you are going to have that added stress of missing the whole holiday. Yeah. So if you can go a day or two early, be a tourist in wherever you're going to be, if you're going to see family. I just had an experience where I rented a car when my son was going back to school and it was back to school weekend for the whole state. There were no cars available in all the Portland metro area. I was very fortunate. A friend picked me up at the airport, drove me to the outskirts of the city and I had a car, except when I got to Hertz, there were no cars because the system had given away 36 more cars than they actually had on the lot. It just so happened that they had one car come in that was an electric car. I ended up taking that car, but I wish before I had taken that car, I had downloaded Electrify America app. This app tells you where all the charging stations are. Even if you don't plan to rent an electric car, 
download an app that will tell you where you can charge an electric car because you may get to the airport and that may be an option if you're not comfortable or familiar with electric cars i would say if there are charging stations go for it because it'll save you money and it actually ended up being a fantastic car unfortunately there were not very many charging stations that i had accessible to me on my route, but it still ended up being a great option. I was going to go in that same direction where people are not aware, especially people who don't travel a lot, that a rental car reservation does not mean that there will be a rental car there waiting for you. And so a lot of times I would book one in advance that I could cancel. And then the day before the trip, I would go in and do the prepay option. Because if you have prepaid for it and your credit card has been charged, they will usually hold the prepaid cards longer or hesitate to give them away because you can bring the credit card company into it. But again, rental car companies, the busier areas, at least they don't hold the cars for people. Only getting there early, planning ahead. I go a day early. And when you're getting to the airport, if you're getting there and your flight is just after lunchtime, don't stop and have lunch. Go to the airport in the morning and plan to have lunch at the airport near your gate when once you're all checked in and you can actually sit down and eat even if it means you're going to be at the airport two hours before your flight it's better to be there early there's apps that can tell you exactly what there is to eat at every single airport mm. and every I get more download the app for that airport another app that works really well for the whole car rental thing is turo it's a bnb for cars so you can actually rent somebody's car and often they'll bring it to the airport, the airport, uh, you know, obvious place to, to meet you and bring it. Um, but they're usually cheaper. They, you, it's guaranteed because it's somebody's actual car. Another perk on that one. I have a girlfriend who just posted yesterday. She had rented, gone through that company for a rental, but she was filling it up, getting ready to go to the airport for her flight three hours later. And a, Big old pickup truck backed into her and damaged the front end. And she called the owner. He came right there, got the police report in like 20 minutes and drove and dropped her off at the airport. I think if that was an Uber, she would have never made her flight. She would have been dealing like, or not an Uber, but a, a rental. rental. If a rental, it would have been a, a nightmare. So there are definitely advantages for sure. It's a pretty yeah. cool app. Yeah. No. And, and with Turo again, same thing, making sure you're making the reservations in advance and that you're going with someone who's rated and has good ratings and has done this. Because again, if you're using a newer owner or renter through Turo, they may not also be aware of how hard it is to put the car into a space at the airport, because a lot of times they park them there and then remote unlock them. So just making sure you're going with someone with ratings, which we always recommend anyways, knowing a little bit about what you're getting into. With the rest of holiday travel and everything, think that covers a lot of the different areas. Is there anything else that anyone thinks we haven't hit on for holiday travel other than just patience, pack your patience? Don't be the person who has a meltdown and gets put up on video on TikTok. Just remember everybody's anxious. Everybody wants to get there. I will say this, a lot of people, they may be missing a connection. Now, this happened to my guy last night. He was running from one part, one terminal in Boston to the other. His flight coming in was an hour delayed and he had 20 minutes to get to his gate. 
Delta had already said, we've got you rebooked on another flight tomorrow morning. He had no desire to spend the night in Boston at whatever hotel he could find at 11 o'clock at night. He was running through the airport. Groups of four and five people wide were not moving. And it is the... I'm aging myself here, but the OJ Simpson running through the airport. Remember that ad where he's turning over cars or over chairs? The point is just be considerate. Be aware that somebody else is probably missing their flight and their vacation is about to be ruined. And just do what you can and be patient and understand you don't know what they're all going through when they're bears. Yeah, exactly. During this period of time, if you don't fly often, you may be thinking about the time that you ran on and made it just before the gate closed, but they are pretty stringent with those limitations during the holidays. And if you're not there by the specific check-in time, that seat's going to someone else that they have standing right there. And so not, they're not going to hold the doors for you. The other random thing, I have a bar, a power bar thing that plugs into one plug and turns it into a whole bunch and some USBs. It folds flat. I think it's from Panasonic. It's one of those things, if you bring that with you, you're going to make a lot of people happy because you want to charge your phone, but now you can offer multiple other people the option to do it as well. So little things to make your life and everyone else's easier. Help. That's a whole topic we should talk about is travel gadgets for sure. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, be kind, be patient and be fully charged. Make sure all of your devices are at full power. You're not the person desperately searching for a plug. I mean, it'll happen eventually. You'll run out of power, but be fully charged when you get to the airport. And there are so many gadgets out there that now is a good time to shop for them, to start looking for, you know, the suitcase you can sit on and the clip-on cup holder and phone holder and all of those great things that will make you more comfortable and happier in, in the event of being stuck at the airport. We've covered everything. We have. So we're going to wrap this up. And now we have some extra ideas on what we need to dive in another time, like travel gadgets. So thank you so much for listening. We'll be at you again next week with a completely new travel topic. Until then, happy travel. This has been another episode of Time to Talk Travel, brought to you by hashtagtravels.com. You can keep in touch with us between episodes by checking out our site, joining our newsletter, or connecting with us on social. We've always got the information you need in our episode notes. Until next time, happy travels, and thanks for being a part of our trip.